Hello, everybody. Welcome to Growth Minded Conversations, our weekly podcast where we discuss growing lives, businesses, wealth, and mindset. I'm Christina Arias, one of our co-founders, and today I'm so excited. We're here today with Michelle Thompson, um, business owner, entrepreneur extraordinaire, wife, mom, all the things. Wow, that sounds awesome. like a lot. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Um, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself. My name is Michelle Thompson. I am a realtor in the Tampa, Florida area, as well as a franchise owner for Cyberbacker. Um, we have the franchise Louisiana and Mississippi. And also we opened up a, another company for um, real estate transactions. Okay, awesome. So for those that are listening and they have no idea what the heck a cyberbacker is and they just saw like some kind of robots in their head show up, um, what's a cyberbacker? What's that all about, Michelle? Cyberbacker is a virtual assistant company that helps you with all of your stuff that you don't want to do or you need to put on somebody else to do so that you can concentrate on uh, making money and lead generating for your real estate company, going on appointments, things that you should be doing. Um, they handle all of the rest of those things. They handle the transactions, they handle phone calls, scheduling, whatever I need them to do. Awesome. And um, is it just for real estate? No. These amazing robots, cyberbackers, I'm teasing. I know they're human. <laughs> they are human. Um, they are amazing. Um, very educated and smart people. Um, they can do anything that we ask them to train in. Um, they can do any type of industry at this point. So if I have like a construction company or an accounting firm or anything that has back office administrative, anything like that? Yes. Anything that um, they can do with a phone or a computer, they can do for us. Awesome. What about marketing and things like that? Yep, they can do marketing. They can do um, Facebook advertising. They can they can set up websites. Oh we my have been goodness. building a website for us right now. So they're very educated and smart people. That's awesome. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yes. All right. So one of the, actually the primary reason why we wanted you on um, is because of the journey that it's taken that, that you've taken right to to get to to this place um yes tell me what was it that caused you however long ago to go you know what i do want something more i do want something better i do want something different what was that moment in time when you maybe woke up looked in the mirror whatever it was that caused you to go i'm not going to keep on this path i'm going to do something different so uh, that was probably a long time ago. <laughs> Let's just put it that way without giving away my age. We don't have to like talk about how many years ago. Uh, how about if we talk about the event or the moment? So sure. Um, I had just left a relationship with my boy's father. I do have three boys. Um, they are all grown. And at the time, my youngest was three going on four. So they were very young still. Um, 
I moved from a completely different state from South Carolina to Florida for a better life for me and my boys. And I will never forget putting them to bed that very first night and sitting on my couch and realizing that I I don't even know how to pay a bill or even where to start. Um, and I was just crying and was so scared and wanting to take the easy right way back out and just call my ex-husband, my husband at the time and say, never mind, I changed my mind, I don't wanna do this um, because you know I was so scared, but I said, no, I've come this far. I can figure this out, I'm smart. I have three boys counting on me in the other room. So that's what I did. That's where we, that's where the, the crazy started. <laughs> wow. I love it. Well, you and I both know, um, Christina with a K equals crazy with a K. So all the crazy <laughs> with a K is absolutely fine. We love it around here. Uh, so you put on your big girl panties. I did. Dry your tears. Yes. And what's the next decision? So I, I transferred my job um, from Blockbuster. I loved movies. So I was a shift manager for Blockbuster. And I knew that that wasn't going to support me and my three boys and give me the life that they needed and that I needed. So I put myself, I worked full time. I had three boys and I put myself through um, medical assisting school to get my certification, um, which was about a year and a half of schooling. Um, so I did that during the day and then I worked at nights and I kissed my kids in between. <laughs> um, thankfully, I did have my mom to help me, you know, to fill in the gaps that I wasn't there. Um, and that's where I started my medical career and I started making, it was $10 and 50 cents an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm like, well, that's, that's still not going to pay the, the bills. So, you know, I was unfortunately, you know, assistance, you know, I had Medicare, Medicaid for the kids and, you know, food stamps and, you know, <sighs> The, the neighborhood was not the greatest neighborhood that I lived in. I had a single wide trailer in a mobile home park that one of my kids one day said, come walking in at the door and said, mom, I need a red bandana to be friends with this kid. And I'm like, okay, no, it's time to, it's time to change the scenario. <laughs> like, so, I totally know friend, kids that wear red bandanas should not be your friends. No. Um, <laughs> So I saved up every single penny I had. I scrimped and saved and worked overtime. And um, I bought my first house back when the market was crashing. So I was lucky enough to get a short sale and I moved me and my three boys in. And that's where we lived until they started graduating from high school. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So going from moving you and the boys to, to Florida, mm -hmm. single wide. Yeah. Obviously um, amazing, awesome, supportive community that you lived in. But those that don't know me, don't know that sarcasm for the record, <laughs> sarcasm. Uh, blockbuster school. 
a job that barely can keep the lights on. Yeah. That season, up until you bought that house, okay? So up before, until you bought that house, what were your highs during that time? Watching my kids thrive, they were happy. There was no fighting and arguing with, you know, their dad. And um, they saw me going to school and, you know, doing what I was supposed to do, you know, and we were very tight and very close, me and my three boys. So that was a huge high for me. That and graduating, obviously, I put myself through school and I never thought I was going to be able to do that, <laughs> but I did. So awesome. What about maybe disappointments or challenges that you had to overcome during that time? So, yeah, that's that's the hard part, the part you don't want to talk about. Right. Um, not knowing how to pay a bill or balance a checkbook or you know, sitting there that first night on the couch in July and not having air conditioning because the air conditioner was broke, you know, and wanting to just run away <laughs> and go back to the, what was easy at the time, right? Yep. Yeah. By the way, who taught you how to pay bills and balance checkbooks and all those good things? Myself. I know I you're pretty amazing out. at it. <laughs> I figured it out because yeah. who, who else is going to, you know, who else are you going to count on? I learned to, to count on myself. Yeah. I love it because you just started the next question that I had, um, <laughs> which is what did you learn? So when you started to learn kind of that, that self-reliance. Okay. What else? What else did you learn during that season? I learned that... I had to be strong for my three growing boys, you know, and making sure that they knew that they were safe and secure. And if I, I can't do that by just running away from my problems, um, that was my, my, my big aha was my voice. If it wasn't for them, I don't, I, I'm sure I would have figured it out eventually, but it would have probably taken me a little bit longer because I am a stubborn person too at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say you got some perseverance in there. That was the experience <laughs> of you. Um, what was it, um, how did the voice play that role for you in in maybe pushing you in a way that if it was just you, you wouldn't have pushed yourself. So, well, my mom was always a codependent person. Um, I love my mom to death. <laughs> um, she's a, an amazing person, um, but I saw what she could have and should have been and just didn't have the wherewithal, I guess, to, to force yourself into it. And I did not want to end up like that. I wanted to be stronger for my boys. I wanted to break that cycle. And I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Got it. Um, if we were talking to your boys today, <laughs> what would they say that they learned during that season? 
I always told my boys that I want you to finish school so that you can have a career of your own and you don't need to depend on somebody. So they would probably say that I made them be self-supportive and self-sufficient. Nice. And they moved away from me because of it. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> you obviously did a very great job on the self-sufficiency. Yes. And having them be um, healthy, interdependent humans rather than codependent. I broke the cycle. You broke the cycle, <laughs> which was your goal, right? You just didn't think all the way through it, that they might be too self-sufficient and move away. No, I didn't think they would leave the nest <laughs> that, that far away. <laughs> So stepping to that next chapter, you scrape all the money together, you do all the things, right? Um, and you buy a house. What happens next? So then I realized, you know, that you don't rent anymore. So you have to save money for things that pop up, you know, um, air conditioners and lawnmowers you have to pay for that kind of stuff air con you know the air conditioner breaking and so me and my boys got really good at you know learning how to youtube how to fix a lawnmower <laughs> you know and how to do those type of things because i can't at the time i couldn't afford to just go buy a new lawnmower right because we gotta fix it so we we figured it out you figured it out. Figured it out. So how long, give or take, because nobody needs to do the math on age. I hear you. <laughs> give or take, how long until the boys started graduating? How long were you guys in that house? So we moved into that house when my oldest son was going into middle school. And we moved out of that house the year before we he graduated from high school. Okay. So that's when I met my husband. Got it. Five, six years. Yeah. Remember in there? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, career wise, what were you doing? Um, I was still working in the medical field. Um, that was a huge part of my life. Um, I loved the people I was working with. I loved the patients. Um, continuing education. Awesome. Still working. Getting them through school. 10, 50 an hour. Yeah, right. it, was, it was probably between 12 and $13 an hour. Hey, doggies. My dogs are barking. Sorry. <laughs> they can join in. Can They're I? just trying to like tell you what they learned. They do. Those are my yeah. new babies. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Right. And you're not going to teach these ones to be self-sufficient. No, <laughs> they're not going to go away from me. <laughs> um, so those five or six years in the house, you and the boys. Yeah. All right. So those five or six years where um you're you're in the house before you met chris or or at least before you know you made a different where you're going to be living choice yeah. mm -hmm. um what were the highs 
the highs. So my boys were thriving. I was making a career out of the medical field. Um, I had great friends. Um, I was dating. I was learning about myself and what I would and would not accept at that point in my life. Mm. Um, just learning to be me and learning to figure myself out really was what I was doing. Yeah. What about those disappointments or those challenging things during that time besides having to figure out how to fix a lawnmower? <laughs> so the hardest things were I was I was very close with my kids. Um, we had a very good relationship. Uh, they they went away for all of the holidays and they went away for the summers to their dads in South Carolina. So there was periods of time where they weren't at the house. So those were hard times for me because I realized after a year or two of that happening that I needed to not just depend on my kids and have them as my safe spot. I needed to learn how to just be okay in my own skin. So those were hard times to really just come a little bit deeper and further than what I wanted to be, <laughs> I guess. Like it wasn't fun. I'm glad I did it now, but let's not do it again. Any yeah. disappointments that come to mind during that time frame? So I did have, I did move my father in with me. Um, my father was always in and out of my life, um, more out than in. He struggled with alcohol all of his life and he was clean, um, but he was a mean person. Mm -hmm. And being the nurturing and loving person that I am, you know, I want to try and help everybody and fix everybody and wanted that relationship with my father. And then one day he didn't like that when my kids went away for the holidays, I decided to go on a vacation on Thanksgiving with a man that I had met. So I wasn't home to take care of him basically. And, you know, I, being the, I can stand up for myself person, told him where it was at and where he could go. <laughs> um, and of course he didn't like that. And right before Christmas, he decided that he was going to move out of my house and not tell me, um, lock the kids out because he would be there at, you know, when they got home from school, cause I was working lock the kids out of the school, out of the house because they didn't have a key. He was always there to let them in. And I got a call from the neighbor saying, you know, your kids are outside. It, you know, it's Florida, it's cold. It, it's not really that cold, but it's cold for us. Yeah. <laughs> and they're standing outside because they can't get into the house. So I had to rush home yeah. and take care of that. And all of his things were gone with a big bottle of 
just urine sitting in his bedroom where his bed used to be basically just saying you know f you for everything so that was a challenging time um through the highs the disappointments the challenges getting comfortable in your own skin what did you learn during that season? Christina. <laughs> um, Take your time. I learned that I didn't want my boys to be those type of men. I wanted them to be brave and smart and know that they can accomplish anything. And Yes, there is disappointment in the world. And yes, you need to see that. I didn't want to shelter them from everything. But at the same time, I didn't want them to have the unhealthy feelings that I grew up with. Mm. So, and I know sometimes I'm overly optimistic and sometimes I put words in other people's mouths. <laughs> um, <laughs> As difficult as it was, and maybe as disappointing as it was, it sounds to me like there was also a gift in the choices that your dad made, because within those choices, you were able to, and actually it sounds like you did the same thing with your mom, right? Within the choices that they're making, it gave you the opportunity to create an awareness and then to break the cycle for that next generation with your kids. Yeah. And maybe if dad never would have lived with you, if dad, if all of that wouldn't have happened, the awareness might not have been there to intentionally instill something in the boys. Is that? Yeah. It, it was so in my own head or. No, you're completely right. Um, it was, and I, I feel like sometimes medical came into my life. A lot of the reasons because of the way I was raised and brought up. You know, you hear education, you know, education is a wonderful thing. And, you know, breaking that cycle was never more important to me than than anything else, because I did not want them to feel the way I feel and and hate and anger and the things that I had to deal with. I didn't want them to have to go through that. No. So, yeah, education big one right yeah so somewhere along the way you meet chris um your husband now yes um what happened join growth-minded conversations next week as christina arias continues the conversation with michelle thompson of team thompson cyberbacker louisiana and mississippi and the owner of multiple rental properties as well as her additional company learn more about her journey with her family her husband and her business see you next week Let's make it happen. Visit our website, growthmindedtalent.com and schedule a call with us today. We look forward to hearing from you soon.